When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear Diary, this is Miss Wexler. Uh, you know, hasn't been my best days, hasn't been my worst days. Um, I hate to be the one to tell you this, and I hate to be the one to have to tell you like this. Immortata has left again, as they so often do. And it's not like I was getting used to having them around the house. Like, I knew it was bad, and I was actually very close to killing them. I think I, if, if given just like one more day, I probably would have done it. So... If anything, I was in charge of that relationship. I think the power is still resting firmly in my hand. Um, And this is just kind of a natural segue that Tori Pals is back. And you, um, Diary, you might remember Tori Pals as the world's leading monster hunter. Am I thrilled that she's here? No. Am I surprised that she's here? No. Uh, And what hurts, I think, is that she doesn't even care that I'm here if she even knows. Uh, so just working through a lot of different stuff. But the good news is we're at Coldstone and I've got a coupon. So I think everything's going to be okay. Love, Susan. Hello to our friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of shifty shoppers and mysterious managers in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And when it comes to solving mysteries, who are you going to trust? Nancy who? The Hardly Boys? Come on now. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the mundane. I scream, you scream, we all scream, under any slight interrogation. Hi, I'm Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen. And I'll be totally honest, half the reason I wanted to come to Coldstone is so I could choose a flavor of ice cream to put in a cup and just eat while I'm sitting on a bench and not thinking about hell or monsters or my boyfriend being a fuckboy. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert, and she may live in Mystery County, but right now she resides in Misery County. Hello, everyone. I'm Alan Linick, and I play Derek Fleifer, the Divine, and how could I possibly be a fuckboy when I'm neither fuck nor boy? Where we left off, Shamanda had decided to follow Hank as he hurried off from the Coldstone Creamery, the site of the theft, and was making his way up Mall Street towards the food court area of the freestanding mall. As you're getting ready to do that, Shamanda, what do you communicate to the other three? Um, I, I, I lean over to Crashly and say, Sam Allender, that is a thread you should follow. I'm going to follow Hank because he's spinning out. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always helping. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I got to go. 
Okay, I know. It sounds like Salamander, right? Yeah. Shwe- right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we're not- yeah, it sort of sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll take care of it. <laughs> and Susan, how are you responding? You guys are standing in the cold stone. The two Cramos are still there sort of taking notes on the scene and everything. There's nobody behind the counter. The store is closed because of this incident. You have a coupon burning in your pocket. What do you do? I would like to do a scoop around for clues. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so we're going to do this as an investigative mystery. So Susan Wexler, go ahead and roll plus sharp. Okay. And what what is your scoop around looking like? How are you investigating in this situation? That's a great question. So I think it to the naked eye, you know, to someone who's not well versed in it, looks like I'm just very interested in the posters and the ice cream flavors. But what I'm not showing is that I'm like dusting for fingerprints <laughs> and seeing if anything's dropped, searching for human hair or demon hair. Classic know. sleight of hand dusting for fingerprints. Oh, classic <laughs> sleight of hands while I'm making it seem like I'm looking for posters. And weirdly enough, I did get a seven. So great. So yeah, you get to ask a question. So what what is your question? I mean, is it too on the nose to be like, who did this? No, it is not too on the nose to that. But especially with a seven, it does require some extra work to uncover. Looking at things and seeing this from your like looking around and everything like the Cramos, again, Cramos are a volunteer community safety organization. They're very effective, but they're not necessarily the most well-trained in a traditional law enforcement sense. Cramos aren't trying to catch bad guys. Cramos are trying to help people stay in community with each other. And there isn't a lot of crime in Mystery County. So these things altogether mean that they're not necessarily casing the joint for clues the way that you are used to doing. But as you look around and kind of use your techniques to ascertain what happened here and whatnot, you are pretty certain that their list of who was here, one of those four people had to have done it. There really isn't any other evidence that's coming up to indicate something different. So it is either the last customer who was Sam Allender, one of the two employees that closed or the employee that opened. So either Paul or Adam or Hank, one of those four people is the one that did it. Okay, great. And what's the name of the main Cramo that's here? Here right now, it's a gentleman named Pushpa. Pushpa. So I'm going to walk over to Pushpa uh, and say, um, and I'm sorry, you know, just old, old habits. But I wasn't just looking at posters. I was searching for clues. And oh. I know, I know. Um, I would love to teach you uh, maybe, a, maybe a quick course on that someday. And just to establish it, Susan, because you have, you've previously said that you've, you work as a volunteer with the Cramos pretty often. So you know okay. Pushpa. I know Pushpa. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. You can play it cool if you want, but like you've worked with Pushpa together in the past. So I'm just going to say, uh, Pushpa, I've done just a quick look see around. Uh, I do think you're on the right track here. I unfortunately wasn't able to find anything that like points strongly to one of the four, but I I didn't see anything that pointed towards a new suspect or you know anything further there. So I do feel like we've narrowed in. Wow. Thanks, Susan. Uh, it's always great to have another eye over the shoulder. Wow. Can I just say, for a janitor, you are very good at this sort of thing. Well, you know, uh, the Venn diagram of like 
janitor and detective. It's a circle. Huh. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me all janitors are detectives? I'm sorry, Pushpa. I'm lying to you with just a little bit right now. Uh, <laughs> I think it's important that we're open with each other. I am trained in this sort of thing, but I also have been a janitor. Oh, did the kids teach you monster hunting? I just I wasn't I, able to be at the meeting, but I heard about oh, it. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Well, um, you're joining they the club. Me a lot. Huh? That is true. They have taught me a lot. I've taught them some too. Um, kind of teammates, some might say equals. Oh, and I hope we see you at a future meeting. I mean, Shamanda was just so nice. I couldn't say no. I did sign up. Oh, I'm thrilled. Yeah, so I'll be there. I'll be there. Good. It's so important. <laughs> and yeah, he he looks like uh, Pushpa just seems like a nice man. Yep. Always, always willing to help out with the community. Just give him a little clap on the back. Keep on roaming around. Yeah. What are you doing in in this moment, Susan? Basically, Shamanda has told Crashly to go check out Sam Allender. Shamanda is going to follow Hank. Are you going to go with one of these two? Are you going to direct Derek in any way? Or are you going somewhere else entirely? I mean, up to Derek, I'm definitely going to go I, with Crashly. Okay. That's okay. If it's fine with everyone, I got a letter a couple of days ago, and I need to go do some stuff. A letter? What letter? Yeah, I guess um, Tom Nuts kind of disappeared, and he left the net shop to me in his living will. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we uh, were pretty close in high school. So I'm going to go handle that. <laughs> Susan, is he leaving? Is Derek like leaving? Right now. Unless you guys need me for anything. Well, why don't you now, and that is a lot of news right on my lap. Um, why don't you help us first, and then we can help you maybe. Okay. What do you need? Well, I got to investigate this Sam Alander situation. Um, so I guess, can I do investigate a mystery really quick? What are you investigating right now? Because you, right now you're you're standing in... The Coldstone Creamery. Right. So I guess this would be a situation of like, um, I guess Crashly would want to like go to the nearby public library and, you know, do her little like cyberpunk thing of trying to get some records to try to find out where Sam Alander, as she calls him, might be. Um, sure. And yeah, where, where we might find him. Yeah. And Sam Allender is uh, a woman. Oh, oh, well, that is a helpful piece of information in terms of finding her. So, Crashly, you go to the library. And Crashly, <laughs> you were a kid detective very mm -hmm. famously in Mystery County for a long time, mm -hmm. a very Encyclopedia Brown style little kid. So I don't imagine doing basic library research is that difficult for you. No. So what is your question that you have? I mean, my question is... Um, sort of what's Sam Allender's, Sam Allender's deal? Like, what is her job? Where might, where does she hang out? Like, um, what her age and ASL, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of, of that, or the, the obvious answers are that Sam Allender doesn't have any, isn't really in the county records up until about a year and a half ago. Oh, the okay. librarian, when you're looking at it, the librarian is like, oh, Miss Allender. Yeah, she moved into town. She's not she's not a local hun. You're not going to find any information on her. OK, um, so you but, you know, she just moved into town. Do you know, like what she does? Oh, yeah. She runs the juice stand down on Mall Street. Have you ever been? They got oh, very wet sandwiches. Yeah. 
I hate that place. I guess I'll go there now. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> okay, well, you can come back. Hun, don't, don't talk across the room, hun. It's a library. <laughs> Does that count? Wait, I have a question, an out-of-game question. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't clear my own conditions anymore, can I? You cannot. Well, okay. you can you can temporarily for a scene you can clear them, but you okay. can't permanently clear them. No, that's what I thought. Okay, what so, you got, Crashly? I'll take care of it. Well, thank yeah, because you. you're with Crashly right now, Susan. Yeah. So I mean, I feel dejected, so it's going to make it hard for me to investigate. So I'm just going to be like, that was really good work. Um, I'm so happy to be working with you today. You know, just now someone asked me if I what my role in the Monster Club was, and I. I told him that you and I were equals, and I really do believe that, Crashly. Wow. Thanks. I don't see you just as a student. I, I see you as my monster hunting equal, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Wow. I hug Susan. <laughs> yeah, Susan, roll. Well, before you do, we have to see okay. what the result You're is. Right. So, Susan, roll plus weird. Okay. Well, well, wow, wow, wow. So, that's a 13. Wow. Oh, snap. Supportive. Wow. Like a good that hug comes in hard. Yeah. And Susan, as you're doing this and you're helping her, you stop feeling guilty. Oh wow. my God. Wow. Crashly, yeah, you stop feeling dejected. You two just have this moment. I think honestly, the last few months have been really hard for both of you for very different reasons. Because, you know, Crashly set up a world in which she was going to be living with Susan to train for her destiny and is discovering that that destiny is very different than what she expected. And that Susan really hasn't been able to train with her. And I think this is the first moment that you guys have really been able to connect back into the friendship that kind of bonds you to deeper than um, familial relationship even. This is why Crashly started being mentored by Susan, is this kind of understanding that you have of each other. It's really nice. It's mm -hmm. nice. It feels Thanks. really good. It does. We're going to cut over to Adam Miller. Adam, you're driving in Marcus Vermes' BMW. Wow, this is so nice. Thank you, yes. Can I can I can I drive? No, absolutely not. Yeah. You can totally. touch the steering wheel when I stop at the <laughs> stoplight. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, is that leather? It's faux leather, but you wouldn't notice. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I can't. Alright, it was cheaper to get faux leather, but it looks just the same. Yeah. So, like, how did you make all your money, Mr. Burmese? Well, I didn't make my money, all right? I inherited it, and I invested it wisely. Or uh, really, you know, my investment strategist did a lot of that work. But more importantly, I run an important business in the town of Haverford, all right? I, I, in, the town of, in the county of Mystery County, in the state of Superior, I'm one of the titans of industry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, which business do you run? Vermes is like, oh, you don't know about Verminol? Uh, no, I do. But what is it? Verminol makes high quality nuts, bolts, screws, parts for, for machines. Don't, don't you understand? My company not only employs nearly a quarter of the town, but also we keep machinery running. We keep this country running. And I'm like playing with the window right now. Okay. And also, <laughs> please, Adam, stop mm. that. Stop. Yeah. All right, stop. It is, it's still, it's cold outside. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's cold weird. outside. Yeah, sure. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? It, it doesn't matter. Well, I wanted you here for an important question. I'm trying to keep you safe, remember, from the Kramos. They're looking for you. I know. You I'm told done. me that. I'm a dead man, okay? I'm a dead man. I, <laughs> I, I think it's my fault that the Cold Stone got robbed last night. Oh. I hit a lot on my head. 
Oh, that's terrible. You know, yeah. it's important in situations like these to have powerful friends. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? Yeah, for sure. I mean, power is uh, helpful. Yes, I agree, Adam. And you know what? As it turns out, I actually am fairly powerful in the city of Haverford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Well, they say other things too, but yeah, that too. And you see his face falls a little bit when you say that. He kind of pulls himself back on task and he's like, Adam, you know, the thing about power is mm. it, it's so helpful. We agree yeah. on that. It's not given freely, though, because then it's not wow. power. Then it's just charity. This is a big glove compartment. <laughs> okay, please. All of my insurance documents are in there for the car. And please don't okay. rifle through. Uh, Adam, can I do oops right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> God, please do oops. So Adam does oops. And oops, as a mundane Adam, you stumble across something important. Mm -hmm. You find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Let's see here. Yeah, you just find when you're looking in there, you find a series of there's like a, a bunch of documentation that that just say Mystery County Hydroelectric. Huh. And you see and he's like, Adam, please, those are private. All right, put Adam hydroelectric. That's like water and electricity. That's crazy. Yes, it's you know what, Adam, it's a form of power, right? And he's as he's saying this, he's reaching over and shutting the thing. And he's like, and the other thing about power, Adam, is you have power, too. Do you not Honk. see that? Uh, uh, watch! You're on the wrong side of the street. Uh, <laughs> he veers, <laughs> he veers you back. Learn how to <laughs> oh my god! Let me drive. No, Adam. This is why I told you not to get into the the glove compartment. Okay, you're very distracting. You, right I'm not distracting. You need to keep your eyes on the road, Mister. Uh, I have my hands on <laughs> ten and two, Adam. Dude, that is not ten and two. That is like one and eleven. Adam, be a cool guy for once. Uh, oh, no. For once? Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Work with me here, all right? I'm trying to keep you safe. Do you, I'm putting my neck out for you, all right? Uh, cool getting in between cool you guy. and the Cramos. And you're sitting here trying to distract me. All I want is... What? What do you want? Let's share some information, Adam. Tell me about the Fine. club. The club? I'm not in the club anymore, okay? They're a bunch of children. I'm a college kid. I drink espressos. And... Just, I can't deal with Shemanda that stuff. Amanda texts uh, Adam right now. Okay, what are you texting him? Hey, Adam, I know it's been a minute since we've hung out. Just was thinking about you. You ran off in a huff, and I still care about you, man. How's college? Ugh, and I feel so bad because I left my phone at college. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. You just see Genesis reading this text. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that that is true. She's just like, huh, huh, and then just sets the phone inside her stomach. Just oh, look, no. looks around, Ew. and there's just a little, and then sets the phone in. No. You just see like a, a gif of a very inside joke. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and you get a response back, Shamanda. And it, the response is just like, thanks so much. Things going great. Super busy. So sorry I haven't been as close with you guys and all over the place. LOL. And that's it. Huh. He usually just does tap backs. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, though, Marcus Vermes is like, Adam, it's just, it's important to me, all right? We have a whole new power arrangement happening in Haverford, and I need to know, where did the club come from? Who started it? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, technically, it I shouldn't be talking about this. 
oh, well, you're free to get out, Adam. And he pulls over at the sidewalk. And he's like, sounded pretty serious, but if you don't want my help. No, I want your help. It just. Well, I want your help, Adam. And like three Kramos come out of the little windshields in Dry. front of the. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, though. Okay. Okay. What do you want to hear? Who started the club, Adam? Oh, I, I they're mean, getting close. Okay. Susan started the club. Susan started the club. All right. Just go. Go. Hey, isn't that Adam? <laughs> Shut and the he, door, Adam. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, God. Oh, I'm pushing the door. My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, yes. His mother and I have coffee once a week. <laughs> You'll never take me alive, cram asses. <laughs> good kid. <laughs> uh, such a good kid. He drives off and he's like, Susan, now tell me, who is Susan? Susan Wexler. Uh, you know? Uh, he's like, huh, Wexler. Interesting. What do you? Why are you saying interesting like that? I find it interesting. Okay. That's why. Because. <laughs> but why? Oh, the, it's just a name. Are you you related or something? I'm not, but one of my contacts is. I <gasps> suspect. So this oh, will no. be useful information for our new uh, liaison. Oh, Who's your no. liaison? Tori Pals. Oh come on. <laughs> no, why do you say come on like that? <laughs> are you related to Tori Pals? Not that I know of. I'm related to the devil. Okay, we can all say stuff. <laughs> he, he, you just have a <laughs> as he turns no. over his whole world shaken because this is not something like he is in a position where he is more credulous than he used to be. And Vermes is like, Adam, did you say you're related to the devil? Yeah, I said I'm the son of the devil. Okay, what's it to you, buddy? <laughs> But it doesn't matter. He doesn't like me. No one likes me anymore. <laughs> the Crambos want me dead. You want to kick me out. My mom is dating Rangery Long. CEJ won't answer my calls anymore. Adam, <sighs> what? Who? CEJ is my cousin. No, I, I, that part isn't important to me. <laughs> oh, no. Damn, that's cruel, dude. Your mother. <laughs> so you say the devil is your father. Yeah. Okay. Is your mother your mother? Is my mother my mother? Uh, as far as I know, buddy. <laughs> Interesting. Why? What do you know? No, I was just curious. This is an excellent conversation. You're not going to tell anyone, are you? No. No, this is delightful. I find this useful. Adam, you and your friends, I think you, you see me in a light that isn't accurate. Well, I mean, you did try. I to care about this city. Well, not in past lives, you didn't. What's that? Uh, what What did you say? No, I didn't say anything. You said you muttered something about past lives? No. Adam, has this happened before? This exact thing? <laughs> Adam, have we known each other longer than I'm aware? Uh, yeah. I have a few more questions for you, Adam, and then we'll cut over to Shamanda. Squealing like a pig. Uh -huh. Yeah, oh my so God. embarrassing. And I think I think I'm just going to assume. Well, I, I want to cover it this way, Jeff. What would Adam absolutely not tell? I'm assuming Marcus Vermes is going to find out everything except for what you currently tell me that Adam would not reveal. Ooh, that's a. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think what I wouldn't say. That he's the Mothman. Oh no, mm. I would. Yeah, I would definitely brag about being the Mothman. <laughs> Oh yeah, I brag about that. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think I say anything more about my friends per se. Like I don't give like individual details about anyone. 
Gotcha. But like, would you go further into revealing the nature of the new timeline? Uh, I don't even think Adam knows about the new timeline, really. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess Adam was was pretty busy there. I mean, Adam does know that you that you gave things up to change how things worked. Yeah. And OK, cool. Th- this is great. But as as you're driving and as he continues to drive forward, Adam, you see Marcus Vermes, his face. I don't know that Adam would necessarily pick up on this or not. Well, actually, so we'll figure it out this way. Adam, roll read a bad situation. OK. Um, that's, uh, sharpness and mm-hmm. I'm not very sharp. Uh, oh my God. Okay. So I rolled three. So, sorry. Does anyone hear this? I oh, do. That's a yeah. dog. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was a train or a cow. <laughs> I thought you were ringing a bell to make your rolls. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I rolled a, a three. Is a dog. Uh, okay. I rolled a three. And negative one, so it is a two. <laughs> okay, great. I think this is why Adam squeals like a pig. He's not very sharp, and he's having a bad day. Yeah, Adam, I, I think Adam tells everything, like, doesn't get into the details about his friends, but yeah, I think Adam probably, th- I think really Adam thinks that he's being circumspect and leaving things out, but like Marcus Vermes is not an idiot. And the probability that Marcus Vermes is going to figure everything out is very high. And the other thing that Adam does not notice is that Marcus Vermes goes from being very pleasant and charming to still being like on the surface charming and stuff. But there is like a very cold anger that starts to build on his face. But Adam doesn't read it. So Adam just keeps talking as you guys continue to drive away from town. Oh, God. We cut over to Shamanda. Shamanda, you follow Hank. How mm-hmm. are you following him? Um, is he in a car? Is he in a vehicle? What, like, nah, he's he just tra- walking furtively up Mall Street, sort of not looking behind him, like not that, but he's just sort of really nervous, just being like, oh, gosh, I got to make it all. And is just like beelining towards the food court area of the street. Okay. As I follow behind him on like kiosks and stuff, I'm going to pull off like um, one of those like wraps you see at the kiosk and like wrap it over me in sunglasses and a hat. Hey, just you got to gotta like, pay for that. N- looking like a full mall lady. Um, <laughs> and then as I keep behind him, I want to roll an empath check on it. Oh, okay, cool. Great. Go ahead and open yourself up. Uh, five. Plus my weird is going to be seven. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, so you get a hazy impression of their current emotional state and intentions. Now, I do have an important question before we move forward on this. Is Dragline with you? Um, I haven't. No, I don't think so because I haven't seen Dragline since. She broke her leg. <laughs> she broke her leg and I passed her off to the, uh, the dolls. And I just don't want any more heat on me for the whole Tim for Tom for Tam situation. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So yeah, you're you're on your loan. So I may see somebody I know. I don't. Yeah. So you gain a hazy impression of their current emotional state and intentions. The hazy impression is that Hank is incredibly nervous to be late. Is sort of what it is. Is just this feeling of like I'm going to miss this, and I got to get it are sort of his general vibe, like somebody just overwhelmed by like, I have to get this and I, and I might miss out as he's moving forward. Also, uh, Claire, what is Dragline experiencing right now? Where is Dragline? 
uh, Dragline was taken to the dojo and given excellent care, but they were like, okay, someone will be here to check on you soon. (laughs) And like, no one came for 24 hours. So I've just been kind of taking care of myself. (laughs) Like I got excellent (laughs) care. Like my leg's been set and like medical care. It's like nothing scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've spent the last half hour trying to grab the remote from the table that they left it on just outside of reach. Just kind of scooting around, reading a magazine, and like just waiting for Shamanda to come see me, basically. (laughs) So we'll come back to Shamanda. Shamanda, yeah, you get that vibe off of Hank. One small thing, I don't know if you would notice it or not, but Hank, his head kind of perks up and he looks around when you do contact, which is a little surprising. But I don't know, is that something that Shamanda would even notice? I mean, does he, does he have like horns come out? Is he a lizard man? Like, how the reaction in his body was it like stop him from getting for, deterred from his goal? Or no, just not like at a all. Shiver? It's more of you in your experience. I, I yeah, you you are fairly sharp, so you'd probably notice this. Normally, when you're when you're doing empath stuff, it's like tuning into a radio. Right, mm-hmm. the radio station doesn't know who's tuning in or not. It's it's one way, right? So it's just broadcasting and you're tuning into the broadcast. So you're normally nobody notices when you connect, when you read their feelings. This is kind of weird because it's like somehow it seems like he was aware that you that somebody kind of brushed against his emotional output, which is just weird. Like in your limited experience, that's not really what like most people how they react. Other than that, though, he's pretty beeline focused towards the food court area of mall street you see him get up there there's the all the the tables are obviously uh, well (laughs) this area of the food court has bolted down like picnic tables into the sidewalk and all the buildings are a little bit set back so that it sort of is a permanent food court even in the winter but most people obviously don't eat outside the other thing being Hank is wearing basically a, a flannel shirt and and no other protective gear. Like it is the middle of winter. It is quite cold. No snow on the ground, but it is quite cold. You're wearing, you know, your traditional whatever you, your standard winter wear is. Hank is wearing. I, I mean, really, I think Hank is probably wearing one of those people who's wearing like a long sleeve flannel and like cargo shorts and is walking quite comfortably up in terms of the weather, but he looks like he's got so much flop sweat. He's walking up and there is somebody sitting at one of these picnic tables with their back to you all. Are you moving around? You holding back? What's your play on this? You're sort of wearing the wrap over your stuff and and trying to stay hidden. Um, I grab a, uh, a, like a food tray and I grab a an empty cup and I just put a straw in it, but not the plastic top thing. Yeah. Just, and just get a bunch of condiments and just like slap them on the thing. And I uh, sit down like kitty corner to them to Great. my back to Hank, but I can see this person. Yeah, it's like it's a very weird scene because this is like 830 at night in like January. And I go, I'm like, this is my favorite time to buy candles because <laughs> yeah. it's night time. Gotta love that Yankee candle. <laughs> so I just, I I do tr- kind of truly love this. So the scene for this is, it's like 8.30 at night in the middle of January in a far northern Midwest state. There's no snow, but the cold is biting as the wind is passing through this weird street of freestanding 
shops with a completely abandoned and empty food court area that is just out under the cold winter sky. And huddled up at one table is Shamanda with just like the odds and ends of trying to make it look like she has food. Just sitting there watching across the way, Hank rush up to a still figure sitting at a table. As you run forward for that, I'm going to cut over to Crashly. Crashly, where are you headed at this point? Well, um, I want to head to the juice place. Okay, the juice stand? Yeah. Um, yeah, it it is in the same food court area that yeah. uh, Shamanda's at. So <laughs> oh. I think this is going to take you a little bit of time to get over there. How are you getting there? Um, Miss Wexler's car. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are just driving over. Mm-hmm. As you are driving over, Shamanda, you watch from the distant seat that you are. The person that is sitting across from Hank reaches down to their side and pulls up a paper bag sets it on the table, and you watch as Hank furtively looks around, pulls out from his flannel just a wad of cash and starts slowly, one by one, counting out cash and sets it on the table and slides it across. The other person grabs the cash, gets up, like nods stiffly, gets up and starts to walk away as Hank grabs the bag and holds it close. And as this is all happening... You see driving up Mall Street, Susan's car. Um, is Susan in that car? Yeah, Susan and you see Susan and Crashly. Uh, Susan in the driver's seat, Crashly, uh, kind of just her nose and forehead sticking up over the dashboard <laughs> in the passenger seat. Honestly, I want to follow the guy who gave uh, Hank the stuff, mm-hmm. follow the connect, but I also think we should follow Hank at the same time. Okay, are you trying to get I, their attention? Yeah, I, I I wave them down. Great. Crashly, you see Shamanda yeah. waving from the side of the food court area of Mall Street. Okay, cool. So um, it doesn't look like she's trying to be secret, does it? Or or just her costume? She she is. Okay, like, so you I'm, see her wearing a wrap and sunglasses. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be... Are I'm you gonna, an Uber? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's me, Shamanda. Oh my gosh. Susan, go and pick up Shamanda, but make sure she goes in the back seat. Well, that's the oh. only place left, but Okay, I'll drive really slow. <laughs> you could stop. Okay, oh, so Hank okay. <laughs> Hank just like did a shady deal. He bought something out in this open area and then took off. But then this Who's- other shady character, you see that guy over there still uh-huh. sitting down at the picnic table, I presume. Actually, no. Once the seller got their money, they got up and started making their way down the street, kind of opposite the direction that Susan and Crashly drove. So they're they're just walking down the the sidewalk, kind of sticking to the shadows, trying to because of the kind of the stiff winter wind blowing. It seems like they're sort of nudging into storefronts and things like that just to try to block mm-hmm. the wind as much as possible. I'm saying. That Hank is a pumpkin. He wants to open a Furby <laughs> store. Like he's a dead end. So if we follow this guy, maybe we pick him up, get him out the snow, tie him up, question him, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to point out really quick that you'd given me kind of an assignment to check out Sam Allender and You're they so work right. here. So it's actually a she. Um, do you want me to check her out or do you want me to follow this shady character? Like I'll do whatever. Both of these I'm free until beautiful. seven. 
<laughs> 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check out Sam Allender um, because the name okay. sounds like Salamander and I'm obsessed with it. Well, Suze, you want to come with me and interrogate this guy? Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to uh, park the car here. The- Crashly, are you going to need to drive? I am. Um, I don't how do I put this. We'll go ahead. What? what well, were no, why don't say? you say what you're going to say and we'll see if it was the same thing I was going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I don't think I should right now. Great. That's what I was going to say. Okay, great. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, he's getting away. <laughs> okay. I'm edge towards him. I'm like holding Susan's hand and trying to like pull her along. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as, as she's pulling me, I'm like, it's not because of your body. It's not because of your body. No, I know. It's my skills. And also, I hate to say this, but apparently I'm reasonable now. Maybe don't tie the person up until you know something more. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Ugh, and gross. I just wink. <laughs> 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 All right, so Susan and Shamanda, you guys are following this person down the sidewalk, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, sir, you dropped this. And as you do, you see turn somebody you don't recognize, kind of an older guy, just a thick salt and pepper mustache, just wearing like a an old fashioned driving cap. And he turns and he says, "Dropped what? I didn't. I didn't drop anything." I pull out a lasso out of my um, my. <laughs> my <laughs> Are you yes, spending sir. your one? I'm hold? using my one hold. Okay. I pull out a lasso and just <laughs> and hog. T- I like it, lasso him. Like, cool, man. Great. Okay. Cool. So I'm gonna have you roll. Act under pressure on that to try to grab him. Um. Actually, before I do this, <laughs> Susan. You know, I've been angry, you know, a lot. Now, here's what I will say for this, because you're because tr- you're right. You are angry. You can, if you want to negate it for this scene, you could lash out at somebody. I mean, literally, I'm last. So you are lashing out. So <laughs> then I am going to have you roll plus cool. But well, so then actually what I'm going to have you do is roll plus cool. But this is going to be a little bit of a kick some ass also. Okay. So you might hurt him a little bit. <laughs> I rolled uh two ones and my wow. cool is negative one. Yeah, so you uh you miss. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what happens is two things happen at the same time. One, the lasso, you miss you again, you kind of whip it out a little bit faster than intended. And the the central like knot of the lasso, you know, where it goes through the loop. That heavy knot thing goes a little further and out. You're you're not as well practiced with the lasso as you kind of feel you are, and it just hits him square in the face, and he just knocks out. Oh no! And falls to the ground right as you see the aforementioned car of Cramos that Adam and then pass that we're getting stuff turn the corner and start driving up the street towards you all as we uh, cut over to Derek. <laughs> Derek, where are you headed? You're headed to the net shop. Yeah. I'm walking around. I got my hands uh, kind of in my pockets, but my thumbs are on the outside of it. So uh, I'm just walking down the street whistling to myself. And I just saw some absolute wacko in a very fancy car to try to drive on the wrong side of the road for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you come there and you're standing there and somebody steps forward. They are wearing a business suit and she has on her lapel, a little pin from the mystery County chamber of commerce. And she says, hello, are you Derek Pfeiffer? Yes. 
Wonderful. Hi, my name is Missy, and I was the one that sent you the letter with Tom's last will and testament. Oh, great. So this is the place. Do you have any questions about it? Um, no. Well, yes. Oh, go ahead and ask them. Um, how does one run a business? Ah, you know, that's an excellent question. And honestly, as a representative of the Chamber of Commerce, I'm delighted when I get asked this. And honestly, it's something I wanted to talk to you about. See, with the Chamber of Commerce, we want to be doing an active part of making sure that our community is strong and effective. And Tom's Nets was a dear part of that strategy. So, Derek, mm-hmm. we see this as a wonderful opportunity. You just inherited something that is of vital interest to us. What if I told you I and some of my friends were interested in helping you run this business? Oh, that'd be great. Great. Why don't you come on in with me? Okay. And she brings you in and she, you guys are standing there in the net shop, which is very well kempt because it's only been <laughs> more like well hemped. He's a natural. Yeah. This is feeling a lot like when CEJ went to Old Navy by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Uh-huh. And she, she nudges, yeah, she nudges Derek and she's like, good one. You're starting to get it. Yeah. A lot of Tom's success was based in puns mostly around nets. So as long as you're able to kind of keep that fun levity alive, I think you have a good base for everything. Do you understand customer service? Um, Sure. Yeah. Be nice to people and get them what they need. That's right. And then on top of that, I, it really, honestly, if you're willing to do that, I would be willing, if you want, if you're up for it, I would be willing to help be the business side of this business for you. Oh, that's ideal, because I don't know the first thing about business, and I've never really had any need for money. (laughs) That's great, because as it turns out, I do have a need for money, and I love business. Well, as a person who's interested in helping people via customer service, and I wink, I say, (laughs) why don't you keep the money, and I'll do the people part? Excellent. Why don't we sign a contract just to to make this be firmly established going forward? What do you say, (laughs) partner? Where do I sign? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she pulls up a, a typewriter and starts she's like let's get this all down and starts writing it out and she's like "Ooh, is that a smith corona it is you have a, a keen eye for details partner oh i just was around when they made it <laughs> she laughs, <laughs> and well your humor is just as odd as tom's and that's going to get you places so let's get started the party in the first part and then starts writing out a contract for you mm-hmm. and i I smile and nod a lot the whole time, but I, my, I'm just like practicing my lines in my head for company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll cut over to Shamanda and Crashly and Susan. You guys are there. This suspect of yours, you accidentally knocked out and the Cramos are driving up. Again, they're not law enforcement, but they are investigators and, and certainly mediators. So, you know... If they see you standing in front of somebody who's been knocked out, they're definitely going to try to help and definitely going to ask questions. What, Shamanda, are you doing in this moment? Um, I'm telling Crashly to bring the car around. Um, and I'm like, they're help. They'll just help us put him in the car. We'll just say that, Wexler, you went on a date with him and uh, oh. he drank too much and you're oh. getting him home safely. We'll do, that's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That'll work. Shamanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shamanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we just help this guy, and I think we just be as honest as we can be. Yeah, 
you had a terrible date and he took you to this no. outdoor food court. It's freezing out here. This doesn't make any sense. No yeah, one here yeah, is going to believe work. that I had a terrible we date. We can cover up our, our <laughs> lies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, what bud. Did you say? Hey, huh? bud. Deep breaths. <laughs> Covering up lies with more lies only belies trouble. Ooh, that's good. Wow. <laughs> we hang out with Immortana too much. We can forget everything. They're gone. Huh? <gasps> what? They're gone. What? They left me. Anyways, um, let's... And I just start waving down the Cramos and like starting to do a little, any little healing I can on this gentleman. Sure. Susan, let's see. Yeah, you could try to do magic. Beyond that, anything is, you you know, you you can start, you can do basic first aid, but you don't have um, like a first aid kit with you or anything. Right, right. Unless you want to use preparedness and say that you do. You just would need to roll for it. I got a five plus sharp for preparedness, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So a seven. Okay. You have it, but not here. It will take some time to get it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So what was the item that you were hoping to have? Something unusual Just bandages. So, and I hate to do this, but I am going to rip up my white blouse. Just one sleeve of it. Great. Not the Ann Taylor Law. And I am. And thank you so much. That does make me feel better. All I wanted (laughs) from the shirt was one compliment. And it kind of feels like I got it. (laughs) Yeah. So you just start. I mean, he doesn't. He's not like brutally beaten or anything he just got knocked unconscious but does have like a, a bloody nose it looks like it oh, hit him kind yeah. of square I there was some sort of cut from the whip but yes yeah, but he is bleeding and you are tending to him as the cramos pull they'll up. have a band-aid we just tell him we, he's no sleep band-aid and then we just we just talk to him about what he did and crashly how are you where are you coming down on this susan is advocating for radical honesty and Shamanda is advocating for lie at any cost. And I just would say radical, <laughs> radical dishonesty. Yeah. And uh, Crashly, where where are you landing on this? I'm thinking a lot about it. And I feel like Crashly is really torn right now between like these two sort of elements. Um, but most recently, yeah, she just tried to be reasonable and be like, maybe don't lasso this guy. and. Both Susan and Shamanda, so far as Crashly can see, because she was walking away, like just lassoed him. So she's like, forget it all. So I'm just going to um, go. I'm going to I'm just not going to pay any attention to it. And um, I'm going to leave and go to to get Sam Allender. And I'm in a bad mood. Great. So be prepared. Uh, well, well, we'll follow you for a second then. You, with a kind of a storm cloud over your head here in this cold winter night, you dingling into the juice stand, mm-hmm. the uh, sandwich shop that has been here about six months. And mm-hmm. you you hear from behind the counter there, it's a, a pretty small shop just off the food court. And from behind the counter, you just hear, be right with you. <laughs> okay. As soon as possible. Thank you. Welcome to the juice stand where we have the juiciest sandwiches in all of mystery. Oh, shit. And you see walking forward to the juice stand. So you hear a clomp, clomp, clomp of somebody clearly (laughs) on like homemade stilts. Uh You see somebody wearing like a long hood over a bunch of scarves (laughs) around their face and gloves and everything. The gloves missing a couple like a couple of the fingers limp. 
and you see somebody there who is could not more clearly be a salamander (laughs) and and she's she's just there and she's just shaking and she's just like i knew you monster hunters would would come um oh gross oh my god okay first of all um how are you here oh gross (laughs) we you guys didn't do anything. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of us did die, but I I just ran away instead because you the, you know there was a lot going on and nobody Wait, noticed. Wait, did you hop timelines? What? So here's the thing about it uh, is the yeah. the salamanders actually never nobody ever like requested a timeline where the salamanders didn't exist. Right. What you but... guys did was free Layla, but that doesn't mean that Layla never created salamanders. But then why would she be scared of me? Because if she didn't kill CEJ, why would she care who I am? So here is the thing. She is still is a quote unquote monster. Oh, so she just scared me because I'm a monster hunter? Oh, hilarious. Gotta be basically gelflings. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Crashly and I aren't too sharp right now. So um Well, actually, so and to point out to it, what you're what you're discovering in talking to her is she does seem to remember the other okay. timeline okay okay so yeah. did you kill my friend cej what no no i would never do that i w- i had the day off at the old navy i wasn't even there okay stop crying i'm in a bad mood <laughs> it was so bad hey all of my hey. friends died i'm sorry they everybody who killed everybody us not no, us. those demons oh they were gnarly right i yeah. am very powerful though and you are a monster so listen <laughs> I want you I to just get... want to make sandwiches. Did I say talk or did I say listen? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's okay. a bully. I love it. So Sam. Aaron, roll. Uh, yeah. No, what? Uh, yeah. You don't even need to roll for this. Yeah. You okay. are cowing the, the fuck out of this person. Okay. Listen, here's what you're going to do. Okay. Get the biggest juice cup you have. Okay. And I want you to fill it with that fermented kombucha. And I'm going to drink it and I'm going to get Whoa. a buzz. And you're, you're not going to tell anybody. It's supposed to be 18 plus. Yeah. Whoa. Well, I'm small for my age. And you know what else I <laughs> You know what else? What? I have a garage in my fanny pack. And I don't want to have to use it right now. You're the one. You're the, yeah. one that, you're the one that took out Steve. Well, he didn't have a name at that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't have a name. A family of four just gets up and like leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and to be clear, yes, you are the only one. You two are the only ones there in this. This might be surprising, but the juice stand, the stand that sells the juiciest sandwiches in town, not super. It doesn't do super well. It's not. It's not the most successful economic choice uh, in terms the of cross contamination. Got to be disgusting. Yeah. Hey, little Samalander. Which, if you weren't trying to get caught, I don't know why you're calling yourself Samalander. I'm I'm not calling myself Samalander. I'm Sam Allender. Okay, Sam. Listen, I think we're going to have a real good time together. Because now we have an arrangement, right? Whenever I come in here, get your biggest <laughs> juice cup and fill it <laughs> with that fermented kombucha. <laughs> and if you have anything else behind the counter... That you think a teenager might have a little fun with, if you know what I mean. Oh my god! Just gosh. set it aside for me. <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> Sam? Sam fills like shaky hands, fills up the their pants. 
<laughs> yeah. Fills up just like a 64 ounce of fermented kombucha, sets it on the table, and then gulps really hard, which you can see through the scarf that they're wearing. And then she reaches down and she puts up on the counter just a handful of hot peppers oh my God. that she usually uses as garnish and puts it up and is like, you guys seem really into spicy things. That's really nice of you, Sam. Just don't kill me like Brian. I who's Brian? <laughs> Brian Mosby. He was a he was my best friend and he told me that we could be more than what we were. He wanted to go to grad school and I wanted to open up a sandwich shop. This story's really depressing. You can put away your peppers. <laughs> I don't want them. And I can't think about the things that you're trying to make me think about right now, or my head will literally explode. So look, I'm not going to kill you. We're friends. You just give me what I want whenever you see me, and I'll give you what you want, which is protection. Really? Yeah. You keep the other monster hunters away? I'll do my best. Yeah. It's not my fault that I exist. Oh, hey, I have a question for you. Did you steal something from Coldstone? What? No. Okay, cool. I just went in for my gotta have it. (laughs) I'm drinking my kombucha out of the straw. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, so it sounds like I'm not going to shake your paw or whatever, but I think that we have an arrangement, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're the toughest, meanest person I've ever met. That doesn't make me feel good, Sam. I I like to think of I mean, of you're great as, and pretty. You don't have to lie to me, okay? Just go back to work and put some juice in a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Crashly leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And we'll she's cut over trying to, to get high. Yeah, Crashly, how buzzed do you get on your fermented kombucha? <laughs> I guess I'm going to roll for it. Okay. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Is high drunk or high? Yeah, I would say Crashly like roll two d six plus tough. Ooh. Okay, I got a six. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah you get hammered. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. 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 You are. I love it. Yeah, you I are actively drunk. Crashly, what are you doing your first time being drunk? So I'm at this outdoor mall, right? Yeah. Basically. Okay. So yeah, I'm um It's I'm relatively pu- late at night. Like it's about twenty minutes from closing for okay. most stores here. Um, I'm definitely gonna see if I have any money in my pockets. Do I have any money in my pockets? I mean, that's up to you. You Yeah. I mean, I know where there it. is money. There's money at the juice stand. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I have seven dollars. So I'm gonna go to limited two and um see if I can buy something there, but everything's really expensive. So I'm going to like be like, uh, I'm going to look like be try on socks over my socks and stuff like that. And then I'm going to buy a barrette that's a six fifty, and it's not cute, but I'm going to put it in my hair. <sighs> Great. That's what you do. Yeah. It sucks. We'll cut over to Shamanda and Susan. Susan, the the Cramos, you can see it's sort of a thing where it's like anybody who's driving and, and doing rounds as Cramos, they have like a, a decal, a magnetic decal that they'll just pop on the side of their car. So this is like an old Buick station wagon drives up and Angela leans out and is just like, hey, Suze, you got trouble over here? Yeah. Do you have a first aid kit, Angela? Of course we do. Yeah. Hey, come on, guys. Let's go. And is okay. doing that. Amanda, what are you doing? Um, um I uh I light a cigarette and I'm standing up against the wall uh watching them work on him. 
Hey, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you can't smoke in this outdoor mall. <laughs> uh, and I reach into my, uh, I, I put it out. I say, okay, sure. And I reach into my, uh, my jean jacket and I realize I don't have another hold. I'm just like, start biting at my fingernails. Yeah. They help. And, and, uh, Angela's like, Suze, what happened here? This guy looks like he got clocked straight in the face. Oh, um, what, what's his name again? You guys don't know. So we were working on, um, a trail for what might have happened down at the Coldstone. Oh, sure. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I know. And there is going to be an, a, an apology listed this, and I want that to be off the bat. Um, oh, okay. We were trying to catch him for questioning, and we made a mistake, and we did um, hit him in the face, and I am very sorry to everybody here. It is not what we meant to do. I just oh. want to say I could have done a lot more harm, and uh, he's he's just the band-aid will fix him right up. And you know what? Shemanda I do felt take... hi. Hi. Yep. Hi. Uh, wow. Uh, well, thank you for being honest, Susan. It is the adult on the scene. I do, of course, take full responsibility. And I am would like to help in any way I can, if you will still have me. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to need to mediate this, Susan. Yeah, you're going to have to apologize. If- At least, yeah. And I was in it. I, I hate for the gallows humor. I thought I would wait until he was conscious uh, for the apology. I'm sorry. It's I took one improv class in the 90s, and I just oh. <laughs> that was oh. pretty funny. It, it gets me through the tough times. You that know, explains I took a, a lot. I took an improv class too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dave, do one of your do one of your singing characters. Oh gosh, my singing characters. Yeah, one of your singing characters. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, does anybody have any sort of a kazoo or a Dave? Whistle? You're not going to believe this, but I do. Holy <laughs> guacamole! Okay, hit me with that zoo. <laughs> when I get up in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> this goes on for a while. Um, yeah, but Susan and Shamanda, the Cramos, the order of operations for something like this, they kind of need to bring everybody in to help sort out what happens and what the victim in this instance wants done for restitution. So you're not being arrested or anything like that, but you would be heavily encouraged to come with them to avoid escalating this. So I'm going to kind of whisper, it's honestly better because we'll be able to question him where there's witnesses. He'll feel less able to leave, and I feel I feel good about this. I think we did the right thing. Yeah, and and at the same time, I'm I'm gonna text while I'm leaning in and talking to Wexler underneath. Um, I'm texting Hank and saying, "I know what you did." Yeah, let's see. Yeah, you would just get well. I mean, what you would get is the equivalent of like the dot dot dot, just like a text about to come for a long time, and then what you eventually get is just K, <laughs> and. It's clear that he is shitting himself. Let's see. Adam. Yeah. You and Marcus Vermes in his BMW are driving through the woods and you see in the distance the new hydroelectric dam that is there as he's pulling up and he's like, Adam, this is where our newest endeavor has been taking place. Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah. And you think I'll be safe from the Kramos here? I think you'll be very safe here, Adam. Oh, thank gosh. Sometimes I feel like I'm cool and collected, but then other days I just don't have it in me, you know? You ever have one of those days? I do. Today is a day where I feel more the latter than the former, if I'm being honest. Oh. I don't think I have it in me to 
Forgive. Forgive what? Forgive all of the things that you and your friends did to make my <gasps> life hell. What? Uh-oh. Well, I mean, that was a different you. That was a that wasn't you, you. That was It was me, me that had to deal with the consequences of it, Adam. Adam, do you remember the month after you freed this Layla? I I suppose you you learned her name. Do do you remember the blackout conditions that we were in as a town? We didn't uh, have power for a month, Adam. Well, yeah, for a that's, month. Just, that's just northern Michigan, though. In the dead of winter, Adam, we didn't have power. Do you know how many people that affected? Uh, Did you ever think about that? No. Did you ever think about what was that was doing to our town? No, I guess I don't really think about my actions most of the time. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you do. Yeah. I had to think about it. I had to do something about it, Adam. All right. Well, uh, lesson Adam, learned. Let me ask you a question here, Adam. Do you think I enjoyed discovering that an angel had been bound to our town to provide power? I don't know what you enjoy, to be honest. I'll tell you. I did not. I found it odious and disgusting. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. But it was a choice that had been made and a path that had been set, and I needed to follow it. And Adam, yeah. you did that to me again. What? I did not. What? Uh, How you so? and your friends absolutely did that. You I d- put me at- in a situation in which a whole town's future was set on one terrible choice or another. I just cannot forgive that. Wow. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll pay a fine. I don't know. You will, but not in money. <sighs> You're going to work for me now, Adam. How much is the pay? <laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that, Adam. You then don't. I- Go ahead. Well, I have a job at Coldstone. Probably not anymore. No, definitely not anymore. Definitely not at all. Uh, and you, as you say this, you see another car pulling up, and you see. Wait, what kind of car is it? This one is. It's just a to- a black Toyota Corolla. Uh, not bad. Not as not nice bad. as your car, but still kind of nice. <laughs> Thank you. But flattery will get you nowhere with me right now. It'll always get you a little somewhere with me. But anyway, right now, and as you see that car pull up, you see stepping out of the car from the back seat. you see Hank huh. getting out. He's clutching to his chest a paper bag. You told him. You told him that I did it. I did not. All right. I, I could care less in this moment what happened to the Cold Stone. All right. Adam, your job is to keep Hank safe. Do you understand? Wow. That's what you are going to do for me. Because let me explain something to you. As you guys watch as Hank kind of head falls down, like he looks a little despondent. Stepping out from the other side is, is a gentleman in a suit wearing a pin with the Chamber of Commerce logo on it. And he kind of nudges Hank and Hank moves forward desultorily. And Hank walks forward to the, the hydroelectric dam and gets to the edge there, there's like a guard post right in the front of the dam. And as he walks forward, the guard comes out, looks at the bag, and then Hank puts his hands out. And the guard takes these shimmering, almost translucent cuffs and puts them around Hank's wrists. And Hank kind of looks down despondent and then walks into the power plant. And Marcus Fermi says, Adam, you're going to help me keep Hank here. Otherwise, uh, this whole town is going to be without power for a very long time. What? How am I going to keep him here? 
You're his new watcher. You're his new minder. I don't have any power. I don't know if you knew it, but I'm kind of a mundane guy. Luckily for you, so is Hank. For now. And you're going to keep him that way. And he reaches over and you feel a sharp point of pain on your chest as he pulls back and you have a pin from the Chamber of Commerce on your chest. And he says, welcome to the Chamber of Commerce, the real monster hunters of Mystery County. Whoa. So I'm a hero? Yes, Adam. You're a hero. As long as you keep this town safe. You're not going to tell the Kramos or my friends, are you? Are you? No. It seems like we both have secrets that we need to keep safe, don't we, Adam? Yeah. I I think I I may be worse at it than you. (laughs) I think that might be the case. Let me show you around. Come on inside. And he opens the door and walks Adam Miller into the hydroelectric facility. And that's where we'll end the episode for today. Oh, Power plants are evil in every timeline. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, reach out on social media at Mystery County, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and the chance to change the world of Mystery County forever. Until next time, watch out for unintended consequences. Contest the will. <gasps> oh my god, contesting the will of Tom Nets. Oh my god, a trust and estates episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com.